Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Live in comfort with Hanson Heating and Air. Here in the South, one day it's hot and the next day it's cold. While the weather is unpredictable, Hanson Heating and Air service is always reliable. Call Hanson Heating and Air to come to your home, diagnose any issues, and provide a no-obligation quote on repair cost for just 25 bucks. There's no sneaky charges or salespeople, just expert technicians providing residential and commercial service, plus easy financing. Visit HansonAir.com. Fast, friendly, and affordable. That's the Hanson way. When it comes to how your home looks and feels, only you know what's best. Why settle for something that's not the style, color, or comfort level you love? With Joybird's customizable furniture, you get to call the shots. With hundreds of silhouettes and over 70 fabrics, you're sure to create the perfect piece for your home. Plus, use code HOME30 at checkout and save 30% on your next order. Design a space you love coming home to at joybird.com slash home30. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Up Tempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight we're here to talk a little bit about the Elite Eight games that happened over this weekend, and we are going to talk about the Final Four coming up and me and D-Lane heading down there. And then we are going to give a shout-out to the Auburn Baseball Tigers, man, going out to Bluebell Park in Aggieland out there in College Station, Texas this weekend and taking two out of three. Really excited for that program and where they are headed. Uh, Got a big matchup midweek with Jacksonville State coming up. And then they're going to take their talents down there to Baton Rouge to take on the Bayou Bengals, the LSU Tigers, and Alex Box next weekend. Going to try to take two out of three, hopefully a sweep, but we will take two out of three from the LSU Tigers, and we look forward to that matchup. So, Man, tonight, I hope everybody had a great weekend. A lot of good college basketball was on the slate. And, uh, and, hey, I really enjoyed it. Friday night, watching those Sweet 16 games, it, it was really fun. We went over to D-Lane's house and watched some good basketball and, and, and had college baseball set up on the, on the uh, computer and, and just uh, had a lot of good food, had a lot of good drinks, and it was really exciting, and we really enjoyed it. Uh, fun, fun time this weekend. So, man, first I want, I want to kick things off with talking about this these Elite Eight games and, and starting with Villanova in Houston. Man, Justin Moore, Colin Gillespie, and uh, and uh, the Samuels kid, um, Jermaine Samuels, had a, had a stellar game with 16 points, uh, was a force on the inside for Houston. 
just did uh, everything that, that he wanted to do, every little shot that he wanted to take, he could take it. And uh, he had 16 and 10, just uh, a really stellar game from him. And, look, the whole question about this game was could Houston make shots? Could they make enough shots with their exceptional defense but could they make enough shots to hold Villanova off? And the answer is no, they couldn't. Uh, they were getting to the free throw line and missing front ends of one and ones. They were just missing bunnies at the rim. Honestly, um, couldn't couldn't hit a three. Just it was a bad display of offense from Houston. And and hey, you only gave up fifty points to Villanova. All right, you only gave. I think they averaged like seventy three a game, and you gave up fifty. But you couldn't hit shots down the stretch. And, and that's why you lost. You play exceptional defense. You play probably the best defense in the country, but you can't hit shots. And if you don't, if you don't hit shots, you're not going to win basketball games. But Justin Moore losing Villanova, uh, Villanova losing Justin Moore was just an absolute heartbreaking moment. Uh, Torres Achilles and in, in the in the finishing up moments of that game and watching. Villanova have to celebrate and and go over to the bench to Justin Moore and console him while he's fighting back tears and and he can't get up off the bench. Just an extremely sad moment. And them having to go down to New Orleans and him wanting to compete on the biggest stage of his life, man, and he can't because he had a freak injury. That's tough for anybody. It it really is, and and it's hard to see uh, a kid with that athletic ability and meaning so much to that team he he's their guy man he's their offensive creator he's dribble drive penetrate kick out to this kick out to his teammates get open shots finishing at the rim everything man he is the heartbeat of that team and you heard colin gillespie say it in the in the postgame presser he said hey if it, if it wasn't for more man we we wouldn't be here we wouldn't be here at all everything that he does on this team and He's our guy, and we're just going to have to step up and, and play a little bit harder without him to, to finish this thing off. But, hey, look, they, they, they got a force in front of them. And I want to apologize to the Kansas fan base because I doubted you all year after I watched you get pummeled by Kentucky uh, in the fog. And I said all year, hey, you don't deserve to be a one seed. And you have proved me wrong. You took Miami smooth out of their game today. You forced turnovers. You went down um, by six at half, and Bill Self with one of the most uh, magnificent coaching jobs in the second half with taking Jordan Miller out of the game for Miami and the defense that Kansas played, man. Uh, McCormick down low was an absolute force. Just kudos to Bill Self, man. Kudos to Bill Self. It was exceptional. Kansas got open looks and in um, in their offense, they got out in transition. We're hitting uh, just just outlet passes that were out of this world, getting out and running. And Miami just they couldn't keep up, man. They were turning the ball over left and right. Moore just couldn't hold on to it. Mcgusty was cooking in the first half, couldn't hit a shot in the second half. And and look, it just. That's how it goes sometimes, man. Miami just couldn't hit a shot in the second half, and Kansas was on fire. Kansas was on fire, and Miami went on a little run at the end of the first half to go up six, 
And it was all downhill from there, man. Like their first two possessions, they come out and turn the ball over in the second half, and Kansas was capitalizing. They were hitting buckets, hitting threes. And in that second half, man, kudos to Kansas's defense. Like I said with Bill Self, there wasn't a shot that Miami took that wasn't contested by Kansas in that second half. It was it was really, really impressive, and they smelt blood, and they absolutely took it. So, hey, Villanova, Kansas, I'm going to go out and say rock chalk, and I like Kansas to play in the national championship game there. Without more, Villanova, man, they just – I don't know if they have the firepower without him. I don't know if they can get it done. Kansas is looking really, really good right now, and, you know, Bill Self's going to – going to have a little game plan ready and I just think Kansas is a little too uh a little too high powered for Villanova. I think I think Kansas can can score it a little bit more than Villanova can. So, I like Kansas to move on and play in the national championship there. So, today going to talk a little bit about uh St. Peter's in North Carolina and I want to give uh, another round of applause to St. Peter's for a hell of a season, man. You took America by surprise. You gave us something to cheer for, uh, knocking off Kentucky and and Mur- a damn good Murray State team. Uh, even though they were a mid major, don't get it twisted, man. They had NBA players on that roster, and then and then you you knocked off Purdue and Jaden Ivey. Nobody saw that coming. Nobody gave you a chance, and you were the first 15 seed to make an Elite Eight. And today it just it didn't work out, man. You, you were you were uh, outnumbered. Uh, you were outnumbered with with the coaching staff with Hubert Davis. Look, North Carolina has better players, and I tell a lot of people all the time: athleticism and talent eventually takes over, and that is what happened today. North Carolina shoots it better. They do all phases a little bit better than St. Peter's, and they could not keep up. St. Peter's just didn't shoot it well. They didn't do a lot of things well. Um, they turned it over a lot, and North Carolina with with Brady Manick, they were just a little bit better today. And uh, one thing I do want to say is um, Armando Bacot had twenty two rebounds. He had twenty points and twenty two boards. So that that right there, I tell you, St. Peter's got crushed on the glass, and it it just it wasn't their day. Manick had nineteen. Caleb Love with 14, and I, that is going back to Caleb Love. The performance he put on in the second half the other night in that Sweet 16 game against UCLA was exceptional. He had D Lane's house rocking because we were going nuts. He hit a step back three the other night against UCLA, and he looked over to the bench, slobber and all, coming out of his mouth, and he said, "I got you, I got you, I got you. Let's go." I, it was exceptional, man. It was an absolute show that he put on, and I am 100% here for it. And I hope Duke can get to that national championship game next Monday night because that Caleb Love and that Brady Manick are pure special. I can tell you that. Um, and, and, you know, moving on to the, to the last uh, Elite Eight game with Arkansas and Duke. Man, look, Arkansas, hell of a season. Jalen Williams, J.D. Note, uh, Amude, and and Wade, and and Tony, and those guys. Eric Musselman, hell of a coach. You guys went twenty eight and nine, a four seed in the tournament. 
gave it a hell of a run, knocked off the overall, the number one overall seed in Gonzaga. You just ran into a team that is, they got destiny on their side. And they also have uh, Banchero, who uh, is stepping up and making play after play. You know, he, he's just filling it up. He had 16, and um, it's just destiny, man. You could kind of feel the fairy tale ending with Duke and UNC matching up in the Final Four with a chance for uh, Coach K to get his revenge on USC after what happened in Cameron Indoor. And, you know, Arkansas just – they let Duke off the hook right there. Right there before um, that, the first half ended, Duke went on a run, and then they hit a dagger three as time expired in that first half. And and that's when I kind of said, hey, if if Arkansas doesn't come out in this in in this first five minutes of the second half and make a, a solid run, this game's over. This game is over. And you know, they come out in the first uh, the first couple minutes in the second half, and it didn't happen. And they were down 12 coming out in that second half. And it just, they couldn't get a shot to fall. And Duke, you know, they got up to a 20-point lead. And, you know, hell of a season, man. Hell of a season. You were the last SEC team standing. And really proud. And had a freaking blast watching J.D. Note and Jalen Williams. It was it was exceptional and, and really fun. But Duke, man, with this fairy tale ending, I really think that Duke, it is their Final Four to lose. Honestly, I, I really think that Banchero, the way that he's playing right now, and the Roach kid, they are um, – they got it rolling, man. Uh, even even Griffin. Griffin's playing really well. Moore, uh, Moore Jr., he, he's, he's playing exceptionally well right now. They've got it going, man, and and I think it's their final four to lose. I like them to get revenge over North Carolina, and I like it to be Duke and Kansas and Coach K cutting the nets down in his uh, in his last college game Monday next Monday night in New Orleans. I really feel like that's going to happen, and, and Coach K is going to go out on top as a national champion. So. That, that is how I see it breaking down with uh, the college basketball season, and, and I can't wait to be there with D-Lane next Monday night. I think it's going to be an absolute blast, and I am excited for it, and I'm super ready to get down there. But moving on to uh, the Auburn Baseball Tigers, man, and, and this, this last little portion of this episode, man. Auburn going out to uh, Bluebell Park, like I said earlier, and getting a big series win over the Texas A&M Aggies. They moved to three and three in the conference and seventeen and seven overall. And hey, Friday night, you're up, and all of a sudden you give up. Uh, you know, you give up the lead, and it's three to three. You give up a two run bomb, and you find yourself down five to three, and you're scratching. Top of the ninth, you got runners on first and second. You got two outs, Brooks Carlson up to up to bat, and you got yourself a three-two three-two pitch on the way. And Brooks Carlson drives a pitch backside and eats up the first baseman. Ball rolls down the right field line. We score two, tied up, tied up at five-five, and we shut Texas A&M down in the bottom of the ninth. And then we come in in the tenth, score one, and we win a freaking ball game. All right, so we go up in the series one to nothing. We come back Saturday. We jump out four nothing, hit back to back jacks, and got a four nothing lead, looking really good. And then the offense just expired. Nothing happened. Stalled out, and we lose one in ten. 
lose one in ten, five to four, and it's a tough pill to swallow. Tough pill to swallow. But one thing I can say about this Auburn team, they battle. They don't give up. They never quit. They found themselves in in tough spots all year long, and and they have uh, battled back. And they keep swinging it until the final out. And so you come out Sunday, and it's the rubber match, and and you got a chance to win a series on the road. And what do you know? You come out and you get a thirteen to nine victory. And like I said, when pitching's not going great, what do you got to do? You got to scratch. You got to fight with the sticks, and you got to keep swinging it. And every time, every time Texas A&M scored, Auburn answered. They answered back with runs. And they kept putting the pressure on Texas A&M. And Auburn's eight and nine hitters with Nate LaRue and Cole Foster, they went a combined six for ten with four runs and seven RBIs. All right. Each of them, each of them needed a triple for the cycle. They were absolutely on fire. Eight and nine hole. All right. Nate LaRue was giving, giving MVP of the weekend, man. Just, I mean, just give it to him for what he did today. I mean, exceptional, <clears throat> exceptional stuff. And and like I said, when it when when it's not going good, when it's not going good on the mound, and you're not pitching great, you got to swing it. You got to swing it. <clears throat> and and Nate Larue, hey, give him props, man. He had eleven a pitch at bat, an eleven pitch at bat, and he ended up hitting a ground rule double uh, out there in the right center gap. And and that broke the tie in the seventh. And he he come around. What's crazy is that happened. And then he eventually come around to score on a wild pitch where the ball bounced off the backstop right back to the catcher. And somehow he finessed his way around the catcher and ended up scoring. Uh, it, it was pretty sweet play. It was actually really crazy how he uh, didn't get tagged out at the plate. I have no idea how it happened. Um and and big shout out to Mike Bello. Uh, he he had he had three runs. Um, he had a, a bases loaded walk, I should say. And then uh, Josh Josh Hall drove in a pair on a single through the right side. And uh, man, Auburn just kept putting the pressure on. It just kept putting the pressure on. And and uh, going back to the Bello thing, man, Bello homered. Um, he homered Saturday. So so you know, big shout out for him. And uh, and this Auburn baseball team, man, I'm excited for what they're doing. Uh, you know, of course we got we got Casey Howell and Blake Rambush and Sonny Deshera, but man, I feel like this team, everybody, man, Brooks Coss and Cam Hill, all these dudes, the guys that I just mentioned, they're starting to really swing the sticks, and, and I'm excited. I really am. I know our pitching has struggled, but going out there to Texas A&M and getting a series win was was just a plus for this team it was a plus now you can focus you got a midweek game with jacksonville state this week and then you you go down to baton rouge and you try to take two two or three from them texas a&m took two or three from them so damn it so can we so i'm really excited um bright barney man keep slinging it on the mound keep doing what you got to do and uh and Hey, I know, I know I might get a, give a little criticism on Twitter sometimes, but I'm really proud of the Auburn baseball team. Brody Moore, keep flashing the leather. It's short, big dog. Keep keep swinging the stick. And guys, 
This has been another episode of the Uptempo Podcast, and I appreciate you joining me. War Damn Eagle, and I will catch you on the next one. Peace out. Brr, it's getting chilly outside. Is your heater keeping you warm? Well, if not, Hanson Heating and Air can help you. Get a service call for only $25. Hanson Heating and Air will come to your home, diagnose the issues, and provide a no-obligation quote on repair cost for just $25. There's no sneaky charges or salespeople, just expert technicians providing residential and commercial service, plus easy financing. Schedule your service call for any day of the week. Visit HansonAir.com. Fast, friendly, and affordable. That's the Hanson Way. The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.